Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you're alive, life can be fun. Go to the forest where the shadows do run. They're coming soon. paranormal chicks and today is day seven of 31 nights of halloween and we have a special guest that's right guys it's tiffany (laughs) yes tiffany is here and yo she's got some questions we posted in the creepinati only facebook group and that is well a group for people who are on patreon only because it's part of the benefits that they get for being on patreon and we asked them to just help tiffany compile a list of any questions that they wanted answered. And look, we said no holds barred, no questions off limits. I've read through a few of these and I think it's, uh, they came in clutch. It's pretty good. I'm excited to hear y'all's answers. Okay. Okay. All righty. Let's get to these questions. Haley P wants to know, would Carrie ever think of doing an episode about the West Memphis three? Catherine said she seconded that. Cat commented on Haley's question. Maybe Carrie and Donna could talk to Jillian from True Crime Obsessed since she's friends with Damien. I mean, you know we love True Crime Obsessed and we're always up for a collab. But yes, I'm totally open to doing the West Memphis 3. I will add it to the list. Candy L said, I suggest having a themed APC decorating contest. Have an outside third party to judge. Thoughts? I mean, I guess y'all are kind of doing this with the pumpkin thing. Mm-hmm. I think Candy's the one who suggested it in the live, and we were like, great idea. And so we have that going on, APC-themed pumpkin carving. There's going to be five random winners, so you don't have to be Martha Stewart, but it has to be APC-themed. I mean, if you don't want to be Martha Stewart, you could be Snoop Dogg. <laughs> they are best friends. Mm-hmm. That's such an odd pair. Have you ever seen the meme that says... Like, basically, kids talking shit about Snoop Dogg being friends with Martha Stewart. And it's like, there's a whole generation of kids that don't remember him being on trial for murder. Oh, shit. It's like, so true. Dang, that's crazy to think about. Just to reiterate what Donna said, on the Facebook group, there's a thread that you can post pictures of your pumpkins that you've carved that are, you know, the podcast related. And five random winners will draw them. But we want to see your artwork. Chelsea C. said, who is y'all's biggest celebrity crushes? 
off the top of my head, well, Tiffany, you'll know his name. He was on Everwood, but now he's like, everyone's like, oh, he's so hot, but I liked him the on dad? Everwood. No. Uh, well. Oh, uh, Chris Pratt? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I do like the dad, but he's not hot to me. Like, Yeah. No, yeah. Chris Pratt. That's yeah. What you're talking about. But I liked him on that a long time ago, you know? I thought he was cute then, too. But I do like him now. My go-to is always The Rock. I mean, whew. Do you smell what he's cooking? <laughs> now, you know I don't know his wrestling shit. Oh, fuck. I didn't like him when he wrestled. <laughs> oh, my wrestled. gosh. I never got into the wrestling. That's when he was, like, the best, though, because he's all, like, oiled up and stuff. Oil just makes me have to change the sheets. You have to change the sheets anyway. Touche. Uh-huh. Another person, I can never say his name, so, hmm, I'd be like, uh, take my last name, because can't spell or say it, but it's like Joe Magnanello. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Mary God. Mary Sophia Regara. Yeah. Mag- Maganello. Okay, Mag- I was kind of close. Maganello, something like that. I first saw him in True Blood, and he was a werewolf, but everyone was like, ooh, about fucking Bill and whatever the other guy's name was, but I was like. Mm-mm, that werewolf. Again, completely different character. You know what I mean? But whew. He is hot. Yes. Whew. Technically, all three of those men are hot. I wouldn't kick any of them out of bed. You wouldn't kick anybody out of bed that at this point. True. Also, though, I love Adam Sandler. Look, Adam Sandler in The Longest Yard was oh. when he was, like, hot. Yeah, but, like, everything he does, I'm like, no, I mean, I, I do him. Okay, I have one that y'all are going to be like, Carrie. Well, Donna, I know you already know this. You probably do, Tiffany. Anyway, let's say like the early years of Roseanne, I was very attracted to John Goodman. Oh, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. His hands. I just loved his hands. I got a type. What can I say? You do. You do. You do. And I mean, I I can see because Dan's like the manly man and like. So fucking strong. That episode, it's one of the this one of the hottest things. Like, it's Roseanne. It's not meant to be like super sexy, but they're in this huge argument, and they're like throwing each other's stupid shit out, and so they're like throwing shit out on the lawn. You know, yada yada yada. Well, he like picks up the couch and like shoves it out the door, and is like, "Let's go to bed." Oh my god! You know he was gonna throw her around in that bedroom. Roseanne always grossed me out, so I never watched it. I swear it was because it was too close. Like, it was my real life. Yes. They have bills to pay that they're behind on. Like, I don't want to see that. Like, I have to take those calls and be like, my mom, she doesn't live here. Wrong number. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I need to see someone who, like, Prince of Bel-Air. Like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Like, that. I need that. It was an escape. Yeah. Some people in the Creepinati probably know because we did... A video about our favorite Halloween movies or whatever. And so I had to come clean about this. But Donald Sutherland, ultimate daddy, ultimate crush. Ultimate daddy issues. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. But he was always there in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm just saying. Like as a father? A father figure. Okay. He was the trainer. Do you have any girl crushes? I know who you don't like, Scarlett Johansson. No, she is not my fan. She's not my fan. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, big head. (laughs) Oh, shit. No, I'm not a fan. 
with stuff like this, I'm more of like a bounce off of you. Like you say somebody and I go, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, just coming up with somebody. I'm never going to think of anybody. Mm. You know, I do like Jessica Alba. I think she's cute. Yeah, I think she's cute. But I'll tell you who I normally don't like. But uh, in the old guard, I was like, she's badass is the girl who played monster. Mm-hmm. I can't think of her name. Charlize, Charlize Theron. Theron. Yeah. Yes, she was badass. She was badass, and I was like, okay, I like you and all this out. I'm like, okay. This is probably because I just rewatched New Girl, but Zoe Deschanel. You know I love some big eyes, and you she do. got big doe eyes, and I, I just, <laughs> sounds like a serial killer, and I just want to take her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god just want to take her eyes i thought you meant like i'm just mesmerized with her eyes or something no like i just want to take them. no you're right that does sound like a serial killer <laughs> okay i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah allegedly but, uh, <laughs> yeah but uh for real like i just think she's pretty in it obviously it's because of her eyes because <laughs> you want to take them we get it <laughs> these two know that Tiffany's obsessed with big eyes. eyes. And she has them. Not the eyes that I want. (laughs) She wants anime eyes. Yes. It's true. There's also two girls that I don't know their names. One, she's always on like the G4, like that nerdy channel or whatever. But she has brown hair and like little freckles. I cannot think of her name, but she's cute. But then there's this one girl, you might know her. I think she's on Parks and Rec, maybe, question mark. But she real awkward. Aubrey or something. Audrey. Was she on Community too? It's Audrey Plaza. But she's awkward as fuck in interviews. But she's so, like, she's cute. Like, I wouldn't say, like, oh, my God, she's gorgeous. But it's her personality. She's awkward and just, like, I don't know. She's darling. Guys, it's, like, hot guys. Girls, it's like, oh, she's cute. I literally cannot think of anybody. I'm only doing actresses, but if I think about singers, I love Taylor Swift. I think she's so adorable. But also Ray Lynn. Mm-hmm. I think she's so freaking cute. You know who I, you know what? My person is Miranda Lambert. She is yep. fucking everything. She gets me. I swear to God, all of her songs like speak to my soul. And it's crazy because how they like progress with my life too you know yeah she just understands my soul and she's so beautiful and like just down to earth and more like normal you know Mm -hmm. Catherine k wants to know donna and carrie's favorite books just curious what book they could go back to over and over no one asked me but mine's little women really Mm -hmm. i can read it over and over again I don't think I've ever read the same book more than once. What? Yeah. I like newness. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, which is stupid because I can watch movies over and over again. All right. Here's one. It's Unteachable by Leah Rader. I got it on Audible. It's not for young people and it's not for people who do not have fetishes. <laughs> so there's that. Also, though, <laughs> not fetish was... Um, the giving tree always like yes. tears me up because it's like I feel so freaking bad, but I love that book. It's been years since I've read it, but I remember liking it. And then um, where the sidewalk ends was mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. that's the same writer, isn't it? 
Yeah, I think so. I think it was Shel- like, Silverstein. It was like two. Like I always re- associate where, well, both of where, them. Where the sidewalk ends is a lot of short stories into one. Mm. But the Given Tree is just one story. Yeah. I just I don't know why, but I always associate them two together, and I think it's the same author. But it it's be. probably when you read them, you probably read them around the same age. Could, you know, yeah. could be. And I feel like the artwork is similar. That might be it too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mine is actually pretty random. I just happened to find these books. They're by a lady named Maggie Hartley, and she lives in the UK. Imagine that—that that I like it because it's you know set in the UK. But she's a foster carer as she calls it. I'm sure that's what they call it over there instead of like a foster parent. I think there's been like four or five books of hers that I've read. They're so good. It's like they're based on her experiences as a foster parent and like the kids stories and the things that they went through while they were in her care and how they've like how they grew and the ways in which she helped them. And I don't know. It's just, it's an easy read as far as like, you know, I mean, some of it's, tough stuff but it's just i don't know it's one of those that you can just listen to or read i like them it says so much about us i'm like teacher student fetish shit and then a kid's book and then yours is like a wholesome but like hard-hitting sweet real life stuff i also love john grisham's books and i think he's been problematic in the news like in the last year or so but those books are good Michael A., he wants to know, Carrie, what's your dream paranormal case to investigate? And he wants to know, Donna, what's your favorite crime case to dive into? Ooh, switching it up on us, Michael. I love anything that has to do with some sort of asylum. So Waverly Hills, something like that, that's my jam. And like, I'm so crushed that last summer we didn't get to go to Waverly Hills because I was on a fucking scooter. Me too. We were so close. I mean, like, literally, we were like, honk, honk. Okay, not that close, but we could have gone. Yeah. Honestly, I think it is, I don't know, that's such a hard one for me. Because Chris Watts, I can't stand him, but I'm obsessed. But also, Scott Peterson is someone I've been, like, really into. Like, I've watched documentaries and stuff about that. And I don't know, I don't know if he's guilty or not. And so that one is one that I'm like, eh, I really thought he was. And then I watched stuff and I'm like, oh, wait, what I saw on Nancy Grace wasn't real. You know, Well, I know. But you also have to look at and I mean, I'm guilty of this, too. You also have to look at who makes the documentaries that you watch and all that, because, I mean, they're all skewed in some form or fashion. Oh, for sure. But I mean, don't get me wrong that a documentary will make me go, he didn't do it. The owl did it. Right. <laughs> One of those cases that um they're, like, exonerated. They didn't really do it. Yeah. I love cases like that, too. But I legit can remember being a kid and watching cases like that and being like, I don't think I'm strong enough to be the person that's on the outside fighting for them. Like, the stuff that they go through, the, the people who, like, go to law school and become an attorney and all that stuff. And I'm like, how are you so badass? So don't get accused of a crime, either one of you, because I don't think I'm strong enough to help you. Same girl. I'm also not strong enough to be the person on the inside because the person on the inside also gets their freaking law degree and like, True. you know, like represents themselves and crap sometimes. And I'm like, how do you do that? Like, I don't know. You know, it just amazes me the power. Being in prison itself would be hard enough. But I did see a thing that was like, would you go to jail for a week 
for something. I can't remember what it was. And uh, I was like, to pay off my student loans, I sure as fuck would. Would y'all go to jail for like a week for some something? I would have to have a safety mechanism how... 60 days in? 60 days in had when they put like a towel around their neck. Yeah. So a white towel around their neck when they're like, I got to get out of gin pop or whatever. When yeah. General population. And I would have to have that and have the option of doing solitary confinement. But if you couldn't do solitary confinement, but if you needed out, they could get you out. But you wouldn't get the money. Like, let's say you lasted six days and you put that white towel around your neck, you don't get shit. Oh, God. I don't know. That'd be, it'd be tough. I mean, it'd be worth it in the end if I can make it. But I'm, I'm such a baby. Like, I couldn't, I don't think I could make it one night in there. I would be so terrified. Depends on the amount of money, but yeah. I'm nosy as shit. Those people would be like, can that girl stop talking? They would think you were a plant because uh-huh. you were asking them stuff about their things. So you would get beat up because they would think that you were a snitch. But I kind of like that, so. Morgan N., what would be your perfect meal? And there's a comment on there. Michael A. commented on her question and said, restaurant and homemade. Ooh. You know what would be my favorite? I don't even know if this exists. But my favorite restaurant thing would be an Italian buffet. Get a little bit of everything with a good salad with ham cubes. I was about to say my favorite restaurant-wise, I would say Super Salad just because of their salad bar. Fucking ham cubes and, and egg. Yes, and their ham and macaroni pasta thing that they mm-hmm. had. Amazing. So, honestly, that. Because mm-hmm. I can fill myself up. I can fill myself up on that. And, and I mean, they have ice cream and sprinkles. Mm-hmm. So, that's a fucking game. They, look, got, they got everything. Look, we have this, like, country buffet here. It's called Front Porch, if that tells you anything. <laughs> they have a salad bar, and they also have, like, I don't know, like, home cooking shit. But I could go and just eat the salad bar mm-hmm. and then the ice cream, because they got one of those kind that like you pull the little lever down mm-hmm. and then you ask the server because they don't always put out their uh sprinkles and so you say can i have some sprinkles and they bring you more sprinkles than anyone should eat in a lifetime a bowl a, a literal bowl of sprinkles and i take that literal bowl and i put ice cream on it and i eat it mm-hmm. because your girl can eat a fuck ton of sprinkles so that's my perfect actually do you have home cooked meals y'all like breakfast for dinner oh with waffles i know you like pancakes i like pancakes waffles and then sausage patties some bacon scrambled eggs or an omelet hash brown casserole for you i know you love that i do love yours i love homemade fucking nachos you put whatever you want on there you know you get control of how much cheese and how much onion and how much all the things Mm. where are we going for dinner now guys i know y'all are making me hungry i want some ice cream with sprinkles now me too i'm like is front porch open tonight Ugh, I will not be going to that with y'all. Although, I do like a good salad bar. Kimberly Kelly! (laughs) (laughs) What's the craziest shit y'all have ever done together? Well, hell, the live we just got off of in the Facebook group. The Creepinati Facebook group. We do some dumb shit, y'all. When we say it gets crazy, it gets crazy. It gets wild. No holds barred. Yes, like, we fed each other food, blindfolded. Today. They had me pick out the food, and it was greatness. 
I loved every second of it. I didn't love some of that shit getting shoved in my fucking mouth. I mean, most of the time I do, but some of that shit was nasty. I mean, when we were younger, we used to, like, go put shit on people's cars and, like, you know, we put, like, a um, clown on Tiffany's car a couple years ago. <laughs> that was two years ago. <laughs> yeah, and but you like, now have that clown. Yes. <laughs> I pulled up in Carrie's driveway today and saw that clown in the bushes, and I said, you motherfucker, we meet again. <laughs> <laughs> Out loud, I bet, too. Yes, I <laughs> We just do, We I don't know. Like, it's always, like, how we laugh on the podcast and stuff is who we are. Like, this is us all the time when we're together. I mean, unless we're arguing, but then one of us says something funny, and then it's back to laughing. When I read this question, when I was going through the questions, I was like, I can't really, like, we've gotten into some stuff, but we're not really, like, people that do, do crazy, shit. Do shit. crazy yeah. shit. Like, even when we go out, we're, especially me, I'm like, gosh, we can't do that. <laughs> we'll get in trouble. Yes. I can get too many... I don't know if Carrie's ever done it. No. But me and her will go see a double feature in the afternoons where we pay for one movie, large popcorn, large drinks, and we will get that large popcorn usually refilled and go see another movie. Because movies are expensive. I cannot do that. I would not do that. That gives me so much fucking anxiety. I am a rule follower. That is like pretty much the only one I've ever broken. And we can't do it now because now they have assigned seating. Yeah. I mean, we would just, like, pick up and go down to the casino. You know, I mean, like, we just, like, I don't know. We're the Golden Girls. Yeah, we're old, y'all. You know what? There is one thing. We got drunk one time at my house and, like, my parents' house. And we only have one bathroom. And uh, once you break the seal, it's all, you know, game over. Especially with Carrie. That's me all the time. But you Mm -hmm. put some alcohol on top of it? Fuck. Well... As I've told some people before, like, we used to do cans, like, crush cans, go pick up cans, crush them. <laughs> like, Carrie's always like, you got to do everything. Bitch, I had to crush cans. Like, I might have raved that pony at Sunflower, but I had to crush cans for it. That fucking hurt with flip-flops. <laughs> That's your own fault for not wearing tennis <laughs> shoes. But, yeah, so we had bags and bags of cans because my parents would wait Till they got enough and then would go turn them in for some money. I don't even know. Like, we all love to scare each other. Still do. Yeah. And I don't know. I think we were going to try to scare her sister. So we're running around the house like we're going to get Casey when she comes outside. We're going to scare her. And again, Carrie and Tiffany are not who you want to hide with. Okay. <laughs> not at all. And why? Because Carrie tripped over said cans <laughs> and aluminum is allowed even in plastic bags because, yeah, they're garbage bags. And so it was just, oh, my God. So, of course, she's laughing. We're laughing. We're all drunk. Then Carrie almost pees herself. And by almost, she means, I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> so, yeah, well, she did. I was just trying to be nice. But she's running around yelling that she's peeing and then goes inside, but I think Tiffany <laughs> Tiffany, was, no. Tiffany was like, I gotta pee too, and ran fucking in front of me, <laughs> and used, the, got on the toilet, and took for fucking ever, so I had to pee in the bathtub. <laughs> Look, it made sense when I was drunk. Now, mm, don't pee in the bathtub, but, hey, you gotta do what you, you gotta do. At least you didn't pee in the sink. True. But your feet gotta go in the bathtub. L-E-H. 
is there a story you've done that has someone fucked you up for life slash you think about often? And then she says, the beginning of the year, you had some bonus content about a Japanese man who ate his tutor. I listened to it last week and haven't had an appetite since. On the plus side, I've lost five pounds. I feel like I will remember it forever. The toy box killer. Yeah, that one. That was a rough one. That was one that I wasn't expecting to be so rough. Yeah. I was so excited. I was like, yay. And then I was like, oh, no. And then we watched the documentary and it had his voice. It had played like the actual recordings. We watched it on a watch party. It was horrible. I mean, uh, the watch party was great. The documentary like made my stomach hurt. Honestly, black eyed kids. Because I always am freaked out. Like, I'm going to see him when I'm closing my curtains or I'm out late at night and I'm at a stop sign and I'm just like, anyone around? Anyone around? Like, I don't want anyone to come up here. I don't know why. I mm-mm. I love when new listeners post, like, the old episodes that they've just listened to and one just posted about the Black Eyed Kids and she was like, or they, I don't, I don't remember who it was. That was terrifying. Mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't comment it, but I was thinking, like, yeah, that's one of their, like, most terrifying episodes ever. Yeah. yeah. Anthony N. Most awkward date. Define date. <laughs> <laughs> because I got, I got two that I know, like, right off. One. Eh, eh. The one time I'm thinking about was ninth grade. Uh, Your girl's always weird, and I don't even know how I found this thing, but you could call in and, like, leave voicemails for people. And I randomly found this guy from Jackson, but he was going to Louisiana Tech because he was older, and I was a freshman in high school. But my best friend Tiffany at the time... um, (laughs) At the time? Motherfucker! (laughs) She meant the at truth, the time. The truth fucking comes Oh, my out. God. No, she meant at the time, comma, my best friend Tiffany. Not my best friend at the time, yes. Tiffany. Grammar is important, y'all. Grammar is important. <laughs> yes. Good Lord. You know how weird I am. I know. Damn. She took me to meet him because I didn't have my license yet for a while because, yes, and that's a whole other story. Um. <laughs> If y'all could have seen us, we both looked at her when she said that. That's how she was like, for a while. Yes. So, it's an awkward, like, first meeting thing because we've only heard each other on voicemail. And then this was before, you know, cell phones or, yeah, before I had a cell phone. Mm -hmm. So, he gave me a calling card. My sister-in-law hooked me up with a P.O. box. Like, she went with me. I had saved up my birthday money, got me a P.O. box. He sent me a calling card. Look... Don't do what I did, kids. But anyway, so me and Tiffany are going to Books a Million. And let me just say, if you want to go on a first date, don't bring Tiffany either. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Because she awkward too, all right? (laughs) But also, I'm like, I don't know where he is. Like, oh, my God, what if, like, he's not here. But then, like, I knew he was skinny, like, red hair, you know, like, Whatever, because that used to be my type, like, skinny and tall. He was not tall. Well, not tall, but taller than me. Okay, look, anyone can be taller than me, okay? But, mm-hmm. hmm. Ninth grade Donna, that was her type. 
That was at least to junior college Donna's type. Well, freshman Donna started changing. Freshman Donna was in love with someone who fit that type, but then... Ended up winding up. Mm-hmm. Got with other people. Had to change my type because that never worked out. So anyway, I'm like, that's him. All right. So me and my friend. So she was like, I'm going to sit over here. I was like, okay, mom. Like, you know, I mean, I'm <laughs> hey. So I woke up and he had gotten me because, again, Carrie told y'all, like, I used to love poetry and all the, the things. So he got me the complete work of William Shakespeare and a really big ass book. I mean, that book was huge. huge. And I was like, oh, thanks. Like, it was just awkward because it was, like, really big. And then, like, I didn't get him anything because who does on, like, a blind date? But, like, also, you know it was fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. You know? And, like... Well, I mean, he had already sucked some money in this if he had sent you a fucking calling card. Right? Yeah, for real. Because I know how much you talk on the fucking phone to people. Uh-huh. For real. So he probably gave you at least $100 worth of calling cards. Oh, more than that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Minimum. Oh, for sure. Well, then, okay, so we talk a little bit, and then we're like, all right, we're going to go watch a movie. He gave her the book, and then she, like, takes it and goes, thanks, and we're standing in the parking lot, and I open my trunk, and she goes, boop, into the (laughs) trunk. It was super heavy. What am I going to do? Like, and I think said book, like, stayed in my trunk for a minute, or did you take it? No, I took it, and it stayed with me for, I thought you still had it. Mm Mm-mm. It stayed with me. Like, junior year of college. That's a book I feel like you keep. This book did come in handy, though, because we were in high school and we were learning about William Shakespeare. And I'd be like, hey, Donna, where's that big-ass book of yours? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yes, I did love the book. And it it flattened out a lot of stuff because it was really heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it did. Poor guy. Look, he is happily married and has a kid now. We still friends on Facebook. But we go to said movie, and he real skinny again, like real skinny. And so it's awkward because, again, Tiffany's with us. And so Tiffany's on the end, me, bigger, like, so smaller Tiffany, bigger me, teeny tiny little boy, you know. And he was so small, like, he could crumble himself up into the seat. And I was like, I don't know if he likes me, Tiffany, because he, like, all the way over there. Like, he in another area code. Like, me and her sharing an armrest. Like, I have my arm sweaty. Like, we watched The Others. I will never forget that fucking movie. My other one wasn't quite a date, but, again, college sauna. I liked older, and he had graduated, like, two years I think I was a sophomore. I don't know. But he was one of those people. Frank the Tank comes to mind from. Old school. Yeah. Like he's still like, I mean, he was in a fraternity. Yeah. But like he would, he's still in that mindset, but he yeah. graduated two years ago. But I was like, oh, he's so cool. You know what I mean? Right. But like we hooked up a few times, but this time he was coming to pick me up and he had a granny mobile like Tiffany used to have. That she drove me to the other awkward date on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he picked me up from her, like, long ago ex's place of work. And we all were going to play games for some reason at my house. Oh, my God. At my yes. house. And I don't know why. Like, I don't know. And so we were. But at the time, her boyfriend, like, he was not going 
like it was like okay y'all y'all done playing this game like man this game's over huh like you know what i mean mm-hmm. like hmm. and timmy was like oh let's go let's go like let she's a big girl like in more ways than one so uh let go yes you know and so it was like um he did not want to leave he almost refused like he was like scared for you for some reason and it's like bruh it's cool like yeah like we gonna hook up he gonna leave trust me this happened several times yeah been to his house like yeah several times it's not like the first dude you met him on some freaking phone chat thing y'all i wish i could remember what that was but literally i have no idea what it was but it you just left voicemails for people. Never live chat. That's why he had to get me the calling card. Because we didn't have long distance for sure. Mm-mm, we didn't either. We couldn't crush enough cans for that. <laughs> we had it. Of course you did. Of you course had, you did. You had caller ID uh-huh. before everyone else did, too. I was like, dude, you could see who's calling? For a couple of reasons. One, because her stepdad is a technology like lover. Mm-hmm. True. And two, because... Where your dad lived would have been long distance. Like, just like a town or two over yeah. would be long distance. And so, that's probably why you had long distance, too. So, you could call your dad. Probably. I don't know. I would say, I mean, obviously, I've had a fuck ton of awkward things because I am very fucking awkward. So, I would say the most awkward thing probably in the last five years would be this dude that I met on, like, Tinder, something like that. And motherfucker, I should have been like, fuck you, dude. Because he was like two hours late. He says to meet us at the casino. He was like two fucking hours late. When he got there, he like didn't even get out of the car. Uh, okay. Just like, honk, honk, come here. I'm just replaying these in my head. And I think it might be me because the common denominator is me <laughs> in both these stories. <laughs> <So>. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you were like, no, 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 go, go, go. And I'm like, Donna, just say it. Because I knew she was, yes, I knew she was, she wanted to say, don't fucking go. You're stupid if you go. But she wouldn't say it because she knew it pissed me off. Uh So I was like, Donna, just say it. Just say it. You don't think I should go. You know, Mm -hmm. you know how best friends do. Because two hours, fuck, I was out, I was out of money. I was out of money uh, 30 minutes into it. So, uh, like, I've been uh, doing the ATM more so than uh, any jackpots. Right. So, been waiting on his ass. And I was like, he didn't get out of the fucking car? Mm-hmm. Because we, we all had to watch her get in his car. Yeah, because that's not awkward. Mm-hmm. Well, so we went back to his hotel. And when I get in there, the two things that I noticed. One, the hotel room has a ceiling fan. And I'm like, fuck yeah. And then two, he has still had his CPAP machine out. And I was thinking, you couldn't have stuck that in a closet, you know? Well, and he goes, do you want anything to drink? And he goes, here, I have this. It's like an open bottle of water that's missing like half the water. And he's like, I didn't drink it. It's for my CPAP. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, okay, first of all, he could have drugged that. But also, no, I don't want your fucking CPAP water. Yeah. For some stupid reason, I mean, it was like four o'clock in the morning, but for some stupid reason, I was thinking like I would just stay the night with him, which I ended up not doing. But because another said friend of ours was like, no, do it, girl, do it, girl, do it. And I was like, who's going to come get her ass? Because we all carpool down here. <laughs> <laughs> I 
again, you know me, Groucho Marx over here. I was like, we are going to turn around and then come get her. In like four hours? Not even four hours. So I text, tell the girls like, hey, we're laying down. And Donna's like, um, no, the fuck you're not. Like, if we're still down here because they had just gone to eat. She was like, we're still down here. So we're coming to get your ass. And I was like, okay. So we're laying. I go to like tell him like, hey, hey. so i gotta tell him like hey hey we're gonna go the girls are gonna come get me well because he had his cpap on he could not hear me and so he just like grabbed the cpap and was like what'd you say (laughs) (laughs) and i was like they're 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 gonna come get me oh okay I mean, jokes on me. I got a I got a sleep study Tuesday, but <laughs> and I will have my own Darth Vader mask. However, it was awkward on the first fucking date. Yeah, it wasn't a date. It wasn't it was, a date. It was a hookup, but like, it was still but, awkward. Like yeah. it was still like, ooh, that's even worse. Like you're not like you don't know me. Yeah, like y'all trying to hook up. You trying to get in my pants, and you're gonna be like. Here's my CPAP machine. Like, I can go all night. <laughs> like, I mean, you know I've got I mean? all the oxygen. Yeah. Like, dude, come on now. But also, yes, I was like, no, 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 no. I was about to be like, all right, if she fucking, we'll leave her ass down here. But then she was like, we going to sleep? Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, hell no. We all going to sleep then, motherfucker. <laughs> like, come on. Okay. Aisa S. wants to know, what is your dream vacation destination? I don't so much have a destination as, well, because I don't have enough money to even know where these are. But those little huts that are on the water where you just, like, walk out to your hut and, you know what I mean? Like, you're just on the fucking water. I want to do that. Like in Tahiti and stuff? Sure. Bora Bora is big on those. I thought that, but I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to be wrong. Because, I mean, I will never be able to afford one of those vacations. <laughs> I want to go to Bora Bora, too. Just to be able to, like Carrie said, to jump into that water right off the dock. And some of them have, like, slides where you can, like, slide into it. Oh, my God. Sign me up. I don't think I have a destination. I think just, like, doing a road trip on all the guys diners dive-ins and drives like of a certain place really Mm -hmm. i had never fucking guessed that you're so weird about food yeah but he does like really good stuff and i'm not saying i want to try what he's he tries but he goes to diners i love dives i do like would you have ever guessed that in a million years tiffany Mm, no i mean well i know she likes that i know she used to watch that a lot so it's not like too surprising but i was thinking more like beachy type yeah stuff but i don't like the beach like that shit over the water terrifies me (laughs) why would i pay extra for that that shit is my worst nightmare i'm bad if i break through that shit i am done it is in the deep blue sea i am done the only saving grace i have is that i float uh and you swim and um i will not swim if i'm panicking yes you will you'd be like give me to the dock give me to the ladder where's the ladder where's the ladder where's the mm, ladder if i'm asleep i'd be like what the fuck well i'm oh pretty sure God. you don't sleep on glass <laughs> if there's some that are uh well you wouldn't go to that one <laughs> i don't if, want tropical 
Bitch, if you asleep and fell through, you wake up real fast. <laughs> right. I sure wouldn't know what I'm doing. Rachel L. Picture it. You're home alone and you hear a fart. Do you laugh or scream? Uh, I laugh because I probably think it's me. I would laugh and then go, wait, what? Yeah. Well, actually, I'd say, Bow! True. Yeah, I would laugh. I mean, I wouldn't scream. I'm not a screamer. I'm not, like, I shut down. If something scares me, I just shut down. <laughs> She's not lying. She literally just freezes in space. Mm-hmm. Teresa B., a.k.a. Creep Mom, were you nervous when you first started recording? If so, when did you stop? Yeah. Yeah, I was nervous just having to hear myself back because I was going to edit it, and I am very critical and, like, it took me, you know, sometimes uh, 12 hours to edit little things because I would be like, a space, this. You know what I mean? And then I was like, oh, my God, I sound ridiculous. You know, whatever. And so I was nervous about that because I would pick apart all of that. Oh, God, yes. I was definitely nervous. Look, I'm a nervous Nelly as it is. And then knowing that somebody would be listening to us. And I feel like I have a shrill voice as it is. And so it was one, what does my voice sound like? I mean, Donna's got the best fucking phone voice on the planet. So not I, at all. So she's like, "Hello, I'm Donna." And everybody's okay, I'm like, "Not Delilah." <laughs> everybody swoons, and I'm like, "Hi, guys." It's not even high pitch. It's just like not shrill, at all. you know. But I also didn't want to sound dumb. I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. <laughs> what was that face, Donna? Paula Gertrude. <laughs> me, Bloody Mary. <laughs> And I said, Bloody Queen, Mary, Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> it was so funny. Sounding dumb went out pretty much episode one of, yeah, we sound dumb. Um, um, it also, did. Also, yes. Because yes. I found out episode like, mm, at least episode 40. I don't remember what episode it was. That I said his name wrong. I said Dahmer and it's Damer. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... I also didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So I feel like I was more careful of my words than I am now. I mean, obviously, I still don't want to hurt people's feelings. But, like, I'm not so, like, don't say anything wrong, you know? Yeah. Because we're fucking human. And we're learning. And, you know, we got to figure out what words are appropriate for, you know, what's the current language and all of that. And it just, that's part of growing as a human. So I've kind of given, not myself a pass, but chill out a little bit. Yeah. She's still nervous before lives and stuff, mainly because she doesn't know what the fuck I'm going to say. That and, yes, the lives on the page. I mean, because let's be honest, we've had trolls and shit before that it, and I'm sensitive. Yes. So, if you call me fat, I'm going to (laughs) cry. Maybe not on the live, but I'm going to cry. So did, did somebody call y'all fat? On a live? Yes, they did. What? They said we were going to break the couch we were sitting on. One of the first ones. Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. I forget about that. So that's where I get more like, I don't know. I feel like when I'm behind the mic, it's fine because nobody's <laughs> like watching me. But like, I don't know. Whatever. It's all in it from insecurity. Yeah. But as far as like content, if I do a really big story and it's like, oh my God, I don't want to miss anything because it's, I mean, sometimes I'll do stories that podcasts have done entire seasons on you know and it's like you can't capture all the important things and so those i'm like oh i hope i didn't miss anything that i should have put in there Brittany j favorite podcast besides this one 
and favorite documentary. I always spend an hour looking for ones and then poof, I fall asleep. I do the same thing because I like one-off podcasts. So if they don't have multiple seasons, I binge it and then I'm like, well, fuck. So I go through like iTunes and I'm like, eh, that one, meh, you know. And so, yeah. And then I'm like, well, now I'm like at my destination. So uh, never mind. Or like, I'm like, eh, I'll just play music, whatever. But In the Dark, all of their seasons, Ghost in the Burbs, love her. Let's Not Meet, love all of those. The Whistler is my favorite episode. I think he, I think that's like on a re-released thing. I It terrifies me. I also love Without Warning. Warning. Love, <laughs> love that. But I love her because she goes she goes in detail and she gets her Patreon people to help her and stuff. And I think that's like so awesome. Documentary? Hmm. Could I count the series about, I think it's called The Death of Lacey Peterson that's on Hulu. I think that's what it's called. But again, I told you I'm like really obsessed with Scott Peterson case right now. Okay. For my podcasts, as far as like true crime type things... I mean, gotta go with Case File. I love the podcast Chasing Cosby and Confronting O.J. Simpson with Kim Goldman. Like, those types of podcasts where you said it's like a season of, like, one topic that you can binge. Wondery has a lot of good podcasts, like Bad Batch, of course, Dirty John, Dr. Death. Oh, Dr. Death. That was a good one. Yes, that almost makes me as mad as Chris Watts. And mm-hmm. that's really, that's a feat right there. As far as like spooky dookie podcasts, of course, Ghost in the Burbs. And then I have some palate cleansers that I really like. The Bitch Bible, Absolutely Not, and Even the Rich. As far as documentary, I think I have to kick it back old school with Make It a Murderer. Because it was really the first documentary or docu-series that I watched on Netflix that was like, holy fuck. I mean, you know injustices. I mean, I've always been into true crime, and so you know that injustices occur, but that, it was something about how that case was broken down that it just, whoa. Yeah, that's very true. And so I think that because that was almost like the tipping point for this wave of docu-series on Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and all, you know, all these different platforms. And so that's why I think that's my answer for that. This podcast is super old, but S-Town. That was a good one. Oh my God. Yes. I forgot about that. Me too. I was just thinking about it and I was like, I love that one. I was like, so enthralled in this, like, I couldn't stop listening to it and then yeah. i had to look everything up afterwards yes. and see like the rose garden thing mm-hmm. the maze the maze, the maze. Yeah. yes like i was like this kid how is this true what is this yeah karen a she has two questions her first one is it was great having liz sour on the show what podcast host would you like to collaborate with and what would your topic be uh, mine would be Sheila Wysocki. I thought that's what you were going to say. Yeah, and I would love for her to, like, you to cover her story about her roommate and to talk about, like, how she got into PI. And, I mean, because that's the reason she got into it, because uh, no one was solving the case. And so 
again, she had to do it, you know, just to, I don't know, just to be able to talk to her and I don't know, she's such a badass. Without Warning is her podcast, but it she doesn't cover that on her podcast. But I think My Favorite Murder covers it once, and I think Crime Junkie covers her story once. Well, you know I've been on the Scientology kick, so I really would love to do something with Leah Remini and Mike Render because they are just fucking fascinating, and they they don't tell their stories as much about like how they've been fair gamed and what they've been through. And so I want to give them a chance to actually tell it. They don't want to take away from the people that they're helping and the stories that they're telling. And so I feel like their story gets lost. But then, of course, my favorite murder, Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark, because like they paved the way for podcasts like us. They put in the work at the beginning when people did not understand comedy podcasts with the murder topic. I feel like they took a lot of heat in the beginning, again, just paving the way so people could understand how comedy and murder go hand in hand. And it made it possible for podcasts like us and True Crime Obsessed and, you know, all of these other amazing podcasts to even be. I completely agree about them. Also, you're Karen and I'm Georgia. Oh, 100. <laughs> Karen A's second question is, fuck, Mary kill, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, or Leatherface? Right off the bat, I know I would kill Jason because he don't like fornication. He always trying to get teenagers to stop having sex at camp and no, I'm too freaky deaky for that. So killing him. Then... Mary and Michael Myers, because I like to talk and he doesn't, so there's that. And he's a strong motherfucker, so he can pick me up, you know, throw me around, do all the things. And I guess, fuck Leatherface? Um, I'm totally with you on killing Jason because a girl gotta get it. I, I think I'm gonna go to the same answers as you, but for different reasons. I mean, Michael Myers, I'm all about the throwing you around the room. So him, same reason. So, what's your different reason for Leatherface? <laughs> I mean, he got a chainsaw. He can do shit around the house. <laughs> Wait. I'm, I was fucking him. Are you marrying him? Wait. Huh. Yeah, yeah. I'm marrying him. Strike that reverse. <laughs> so, what was your answer again? <laughs> okay, okay. I'm I mean, marrying- I was fucking all of them. But- <laughs> I mean, as you do. No. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, marry him because he can do shit around the house. And then fuck this really strong one. I mean, that's why I said you only had to fuck him once. Okay. Andrea L. Carrie, are there any paranormal stories you believe in? If so, why? Donna, what's one true crime story besides Chris Watts (laughs) that really gets under your skin? They freaking know you. They do. And I could answer for you. What? Scott Peterson. Well, I think everyone who's listening to this fucking episode so far, (laughs) and they know I want to fuck all the people. (laughs) But Josh Powell, he also gets me, family annihilators get me, and I don't even want fucking kids, but like, you had kids and you married this person. Like, why are you killing them? So true. Like, what the fuck? Those two, yes, y'all know Chris Watts. He's on a whole nother level. I definitely believe in any of these places like the Myrtles, like these old plantation houses where people have been treated 
so fucking terribly. And I, yeah, I just, I definitely believe that even if it's not their spirit, there's some like residual haunting or whatever. Energy. Yes. That's, that's there. And I mean, and I know people who have personally been to the Myrtles and have experienced stuff. And so, you know, it just makes me go, okay, well, you know, they're pretty reasonable people, you know, but I've never experienced anything, but I want to go. More than Josh, that motherfucker who got those three girls, Ariel Castro. Yes, Ariel Ariel Castro. Castro. Yes. Oh, him. That motherfucker. Yes, him. He's bad. When, I know it was in the movie, I don't know if it, if this was true or not, but he was like, we had love in that house, and them girls will tell you we had love in that house. Oh, and fuck. I'm like, fuck you. Ugh. Hate you so much right now. Tawana M. Are there any topics that are too far, as in you'll never cover, either because they're too graphic or scary, etc.? Not for me. If I feel like the story needs to be told, I'm going to tell it. I definitely have cases that I don't like that I don't want to cover because I don't like them. And uh, so I'm not, you know, like Ted Bundy, like I just don't like that case. And so I'm not going to do it. But like Donna said, if it needs to be covered, it needs to be covered. And I feel like that goes along with my answer before about do I get nervous? Because again, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I don't want to alienate people. But on the other hand, at some point you have to take a stand for some things. And so if there's a case that needs to be told you tell it i agree with you carrie especially with your stories because there's victims involved not that there's not victims with donna's but like they don't have a voice anymore Mm -hmm. and especially marginalized populations who Mm -hmm. are considered less dead than others just because maybe they're a person of color maybe they're part of the lgbtq population you know all of that and so i think that their stories are the most important to tell. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Main DC. Who is your favorite horror movie villain and why? Well, I do love Freddy because he's always horny. And he's cheesy. So he's you. Mm-hmm. But, honestly, I think it's Scream. Hmm. Like, I like that it was two and it kept me guessing Plus, it was like our generation's horror movie. Yeah. You know, like that was a huge scream was like huge when we were kids. Right. I would say Freddy. Always Freddy Krueger for me. Just because he was, he's the OG for me. For, you know, what I grew up watching. And I mean, he fucks with your sleep. You cannot get away from him. I'm surprised you like him since he fucks with your sleep. You're right. But it makes it scarier because you literally have to sleep. True. Okay, um, Mandy C. wants to know, excluding Sleeping Beauty, Sleepy the Dwarf, and Marie from the Aristocats, for obvious reasons, who would each of you be if you were a Disney character? Easily. I could be the blonde girl from The Princess and the Frog, the one who's always talking about Big Daddy, and she wants a husband. Mm-hmm. Her. And also the squirrel from Sword in the Stone for you. Yes. But she had me on my Marie. She knows me too well. Mm-hmm. And I see you with that sleepy shit. Mm-hmm. But you're not wrong. Wreck-It Ralph for Carrie. 100. <laughs> like, without a doubt. Yes. And a little bit the cat from Cinderella. 
she does a gif where he's looking for Gus Gus. 100. Who would Tiffany be? Sleeping fucking beauty. Sleepy the dwarf. <laughs> Sleeping beauty is my favorite Disney princess. I hate her. And I love her name, Aurora. I hate that too because it reminds me of the shooting and it, it uh, it You hate it because you can't say it. I was just about to say it. And also you can't fucking say it. Aurora. You fuckers. <laughs> Add another R in there and she'd be really fucked up. <laughs> uh-huh. Man, get y'all some best friends. Fuck. <laughs> Have best friends, they said. <laughs> It'll be great, they said. <laughs> Nothing could go wrong, they said. I don't know if this is a question, but that is one case, like one story that fucked me up. The the Aurora, Colorado shooting mm-hmm. at the movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Batman killer fucked me up. Cat Jane, she has a two-parter for both of you. A, what's a mystery you want to stay a mystery? B, what's a mystery you really, really want to be solved? She has examples like Bigfoot, Zodiac, who put Bella in the witch elm, uh, Amelia Earhart, John Benet Ramsey. Ooh, Amelia Earhart, that's a fucking good one. I know when I read this question earlier, I was like, I do want to know what happened to Amelia. Um. Oh, and Dyatlov Pass. I want to know what the fuck happened up there. Yeah. That was a good episode you did. Thanks. And of course, JonBenet Ramsey. Like, I want to know. I want to be proven right. <laughs> was it really in the family? <laughs> or are some of these conspiracies right? And it really is like sex trafficking, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I still feel like that could. It doesn't have to that, be either or. Yeah, that could still tie in, you know? You know what? I would say Maura Murray she went missing, and there's so much, like, stuff about her. Or Bryce Lapisa, I think is his name. He also went missing under, like, weird things, like, that kind of, like, vanishing into thin air. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I want solved, but I don't want solved. Aliens. Yeah, that that's so funny. That's what I was thinking, too. Aliens or, like, even, like, the Loch Ness Monster. For those, it's like it's fun to pretend. Like, yeah. It's fun to imagine. I guess I should say more than pretend. Yeah. Aaron R. We know what Carrie does as a full-time job, occupational therapist. I assume this from things she has said. But Donna, what's your full-time gig? Any plans to go full-time podcaster? I'm floored by how much content y'all put out part-time, by the way. Donna is Chandler Bing. <laughs> Nobody actually knows what the fuck she does. She's a trans sponsor. Yes. I work from home, luckily, and I work in sales. I used to do like cold calling and stuff like that. I sell network equipment. So I'm like the the least technical person who sells technology. We would absolutely love for Donna to go full time podcasting. Yes. But we just can't. No. I mean, and and also, thank you so much for the compliment about how much content we put out. Because it's definitely been a commitment putting out so much content. Because we do all of our own research. And with the episodes and then all the extra content on Patreon. Plus our full-time job. So it is a lot. So I really do appreciate the recognition. Yeah. I always say I have two full-time jobs. Yes. Me too. But I love them. Yeah. I wouldn't change it. Well, the only thing I would change would be you full-time podcast. Yeah. And maybe me eventually. 
Yeah. But I, I, not that Donna doesn't love her job. Like, I just love my job and it's part of my identity. So it would be like, it would be like, no, you, you need to go full time podcast. Like, we can't, we can't keep doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would have to be a, a big leap just because it's my identity. And well, I mean, you went to school a long time for your job. Yeah. I went to school, got a degree, but it wasn't for my job. Either way, we're thankful that we have the podcast. We're thankful that we have our jobs. We love doing both. Definitely not complaining by any means. No. We really didn't think we would ever be on Patreon at all. I know. Much less. I don't know what in my head, like where I thought the podcast was going, but it certainly wasn't almost 140 episodes. No. No. Literally, I thought we were going to have to like bribe Tiffany to... Like, get her mama to listen and everything else. Like, we just need some downloads. (laughs) So, it's amazing. We are so thankful. Yes. And while we are a smaller kind of indie podcast, I really do love the online community that has formed as part of the podcast. Kate F., do you ladies dress up for Halloween? If so, what have been your best costumes? I think my best one was probably last year when I was it. Tiffany helped me do my hair like we did it really crazy and we sprayed it orange and then like I think the makeup turned out good like I mean I bought the costume but some of our homemade costumes Tweedledee and Tweedledum we did that year was one of my favorites and that was like fucking homemade. Yeah I did like that. I mean thank god for my mom because she made it look way better than we did. Oh my god it had been a hot mess if it was just us. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we dress up all the time. Well, every year. Yeah, I was about to say we're not. We don't like cosplay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, y'all might not role play, but fuck. If you're into cosplay and well, just role play and get it. It's too expensive for me, right? I know. Like legit, we were at uh, Joanne's the other day. I passed this rack with all of these patterns, and it was like specifically cosplay patterns and stuff. I was like, fuck, that's expensive. How many times has she said cosplay in her life? I think she said it in this episode more than she's ever said it. True. Cosplay, cosplay, cosplay. <laughs> yeah, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Me being Tweedledee. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, it just goes with my name, like D- yeah. Donna. Oh, so does dumb. Mm-mm. I don't know. Uh, I, mean, I guess last year when I recreated Medusa. Not the original Medusa? costume no because that fucking hurt my head i told y'all okay those fucking rubber snakes were heavy as fuck that's why i ain't got no hair now probably <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck lupus it was that <laughs> oh also me and tiffany were the flintstones like she was wilma and i was betty y'all looked so good that year it was a cute costume it was comfy as shit too mm-hmm. your mama helped you with that one too mm-hmm, didn't she but her mama helped her with hers of course, it was cold, and we were wearing, like, a dress and flip-flops. I should say a tank top or a sleeveless dress. It was freezing, of course. That's the problem with Halloween in the South. You never know if it's going to be freezing cold or you're going to sweat your ass off. So, it's like you've got to pick your costume going, okay, well, I'm either going to die or I'm going to get frostbite. Gareth L. wants to know, do you ladies like scary movies? Also, what is the scariest movie you have seen? 
bonus question. Out of all the amazing stories you have told, is there one in particular that stays with you well after you have researched it? Love is always from your favorite little Irish bearded baker. The Strangers is the scariest movie. Yes. Without a doubt. Black Eyed Kids stays with me. Also, Robert the Doll. Yeah, for sure, for yours, like, Black Eyed Kids stayed with me the most. I'll tell you one that stayed with me of yours. It was the one that we don't know what happened, but the guy died in that apartment. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, drained of blood or something. Yes, but, but it was, like... No the, blood. Yeah, and it was, like, 20 minutes or something. Like, yeah. how did they do it so quickly? Yeah, that one. Because I'm, like... That's what mystery I would, like, solved, actually. That's it. I forgot about that till I was like, what do I think about that? Because I'm like, I don't understand. Vanessa A., what is the scariest thing that has ever happened to you? Not medical related because Lord knows between poor Donna's blood clot and Carrie's life on the pick line, you ladies have terrifying medical issues. <laughs> <laughs> That's the damn truth. It sure is. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know how serious to take this question. But, I mean, probably my mom dying in front of me mm-hmm. was the scariest moment. But also, moving to Houston, that was my first time ever leaving my mom. Like, I mean, leaving everyone, but my mom, my safety blanket, and I wasn't coming back. It wasn't like, oh, I'll see you in four days. Like, no, I'm gone. And I didn't know when I was coming back. Yeah, I, like, it's like a legit, like, serious kind of medical thing. When my dad had triple bypass surgery and, like, seeing him in ICU with all that stuff on, like, you know as a medical professional what it is and what's going on. But, like, as a daughter, it's just a whole nother ball game to see. And then one time whenever I thought my mom was having a stroke, that was probably, she wasn't, thank God. But that was probably another scary one. And then the other thing I would say, I mean, honestly, like, everything that's led me here as far as, like, with my career as far as education and changing schools and deciding to go back to school and then leaving my career, great job to move back home to start all over and go to grad school. That was a lot for me. It was a lot for all of us. (laughs) Damn. Damn. I mean, just saying. No, for real though, but like, when Donna moved away, that was a hard time for me. And Donna wouldn't be packing and she'd be crying. I'd be good. And then she'd be fine. And then I'd be crying. It was a mess. A bloody mess. Chrissy's question is, what are y'all's top favorite pizza toppings? Ham, onion, cheese, spinach, bell pepper, cheese, cheese, and more cheese with extra sauce. Ugh. Ugh, no. Light sauce, cheese, fresh mozzarella, because that's good. Mm-hmm. I like, do like spinach, pepperoni, some sausage, because always got to have sausage. Oh, Lord. Not getting it anywhere else. Got to have it in my diet. And green olives. I can get that at Pyro's Pizza, that place that Carrie loves so much, and you can make your own pizza. Can do that. And Chicago's where I first learned that you can do it, because Teresa told me about it and I was like that's fucking genius yeah I didn't know they had green olives not that I would have um partake in that but yeah 
KCM, have y'all met any celebrities? And if so, who? If not, who would you like to meet? I have um, Kelly Pickler. What's that girl's name? Uh, Julianne Huff. Mm-hmm. But the celebrity that I'm really proud of, Gary Grubbs. I was so hoping that you would say him. <laughs> Even though we did not speak to him. No, no, we did. No, we didn't. Yes. No, we didn't. We walked out. We didn't speak to him. I swear we did. No. Well, I know you didn't because you were like, say something, say something, say something. Yeah, and you something. were like, I'm not saying anything. And we left. Not like you, not to say really? anything. Yes. I really thought, I really thought we said something. Mm-mm. I really thought you were going to say Patrick Hines. Well, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Jump oh back. She like legit does a oh, I forgot. Like that because that's exactly how she acted in front of him. Yes. I, I'm not a, like that's how like I, you were Eunice from Yes. Uh, oh my from well, yeah. She's a man. She's the man. Yeah. yeah. That's why I didn't say him on the podcast collab thing because one, he likes to talk more than I do and I would be silent. Because I would be like, ha, 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 that's funny, ha, ha, ha. And you would be like, I'm so there, it's insane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a good Eunice. Yes. But we so did not talk to Gary That's Gibbs. so funny. I really, I mean, not like, hey. Yeah. But like, I really thought we did. But I do love him. He's been in a lot of stuff. But he lives like close to our hometown. Yeah. Like, you might not know his, like, name, but IMDB him. And you'll be like, oh, oh. shit. He's been in like 500 movies because he's always in the background or just like some rando southern guy coming by. Bang, bang. <laughs> That's when he was on the OC. That was like one of his catchphrases. Yes. Yeah. That- That's how I told her who he was. Who he was when we ran into him at the eyeglass place. Yeah, Lens Crafters. I was like, bang, bang's here. Yeah. She was like, Gary Groves. I was like, huh? Bang, bang. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if this actually counts as meeting him. But when I worked in oncology in Houston, I kind of sort of met Joe Biden. I mean, it was like, you know, he walked past me. (laughs) (laughs) That does not count. No, no. We took a vote and that does not count. No. He smiled. No. No. That's like me saying, well... I don't know. I was going to say Taylor Swift, but we were all the way in the back. Never mind. But she smiled at me. It's like Donna saying she met Gary Grubbs because she didn't <laughs> technically talk to him. We were well, just in the yeah. same damn room. Why? Well, I, na- I named two other people, motherfucker. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, well, I'm not fancy and go backstage. I didn't go backstage either. They came out front. <laughs> okay. Donna's so amazing. They came to <laughs> <laughs> But you know, oh, you know what though? We... I don't know how I talk Sabria and Tiffany into doing this. Oh, my God. Mainly because Tiffany's obsessed with Loretta Lynn. True. But I was like, ooh, we should go try to get, like, well, one, go see her tour bus. But then, like, we got out and we went over there and her, like, the drummer was out or something. But, like, we were just, like, awkwardly standing there. Oh, God, it was so awkward. And then we were like, okay, let's go. I met Drew Brees at a training camp. That's true. Sean Payton. And told Sean Payton that my nephew Payton, you know, is, well, technically Dawson named him because he called him Pepe in the belly. But then they said they chose Payton. And he was like, 
Well, I spell mine P-A-Y, and I was like, so does he. Nice. Angela B. Donna, what is the scariest paranormal story that gave and still gives you chills? Carrie, what is the one true crime story that still gives you a tightening in your stomach and makes your heart ache when you think of the victims? I mean, still Black Eyed Kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, Toy Box Killer for me. Yeah. Teresa B., on which two ghost hunting shows would you want to be a guest investigator? Ghost, ghost Bros. Bros. And later they could pop my trunk. And the one where she's the medium and he's the detective. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Dead Files. Yes, that. Those are my two. Because that show is like legit our podcast in show form. Yeah. Except for they like investigate. <laughs> <laughs> We just read articles and then put them together. <laughs> I mean, hello, ghost adventures. I gotta be with my bedazzled boo. Teresa B. Money is no object. Where would Creepinati Con be held? Oh, God. Well, I mean, I'm like, New Orleans, but money's no object? I know. New Orleans was my gut where I was like, still New Orleans. But I don't know, man. Like a Scottish castle or some shit. Like something across the pond. I know. Oh, no. Could we go to uh, Pavilion Island? You know, where the, I did it where it's like an abandoned island because all the people with the plague went there. Mm-hmm. And then the locals won't even like take you to it uh-huh. anymore. No, thank you. We ain't going there. Yeah, let's go there. Let's not. Or Island of the Dolls. Here's my question. Is there a place to use the bathroom? <laughs> and does it have air conditioning? If the answer to either of those is no, we ain't going. Uh, you think a Scottish castle has air conditioning? Yes. No. Does it need it? Probably not. Yes, it does. Look, if it's like winter, it all need it. You need a fucking fireplace. Oh, Lord. An island is always hot. It's a breeze. Kim K., have you ever thought about sharing a story? Carrie could cover the crown part, and then Donna could take over for the spooky part. She gave examples like Amityville, Lollary Mansion, Arthur G. Dozer School for Boys. Ooh. We need we to should do, do that, that. Um, Well, Donna's done Lollary. Yeah. But we have, we've talked about it more for like Facebook Lives on the Facebook page. But some of those would be fun just to do, like, as an extra bonus episode or, I don't know, maybe something for, like, Halloween or something. We had talked about doing Lizzie Borden. Mm-hmm. So that's still a maybe. A could be. Teresa E., who came up with your podcast name? Donna. All fucking Donna. Donna said, you want to do a podcast? And I'm like, well, what would we do? We went back and forth a little bit. She's like, okay, okay, you do true crime. I do paranormal. And I said, okay. The next day she said, what if we called it a paranormal chicks? And I was like, all right. And everyone goes, why do you have an A in front of your name? I don't think that that's right. And then they go, oh. Yeah. Don't let me name anything, y'all. I think it's a great name. I do too. Thank I like you. it. Thank I don't you. remember if it had to be explained to me or not. Did you have to explain it to me? I don't think so. Probably. Tawny M., what are some weird, gross snacks, food combos you enjoy, and why? And then she said, I eat cucumbers with salt and pepper and dip them in ketchup. Oh. It's from when I was a kid. Let me live my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, that, but dipping it in ranch sounds amazing. Uh, Carrie likes ketchup 
on her red beans and rice. That nasty. Red beans and rice, rice and gravy. Oh, God. I like it to have some ketchup on the plate still whenever I make my bread and gravy after I eat my rice and gravy because that's what we, we Southern, y'all. And when you have rice and gravy and you're full, your dessert is a piece of bread and spread some gravy on it. Eat bread and gravy. It's terrible for you, but you gotta. That's not me. I mean, I can eat a pickle with anything. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, pickles are your thing. Like, pickle juice popsicles, like that kind of thing that's kind of yeah. weird that you do, but but not unheard of, you know? Right. She eats pickles hot, too, which is No, I don't. Cray-cray. Every pickle I have ever had at your house has been hot. Mine's always in the refrigerator. Not when you lived at your mama's house. Well, I didn't own the refrigerator, motherfucker. <laughs> and the pickle jar is big. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know my role. And my role is I didn't buy it, so I'll do whatever you want. You cook. But I have nothing in my refrigerator, so I can have all the pickle jars I want. There you go. Misty J. Who in history, past, present, or future, living or dead, would you like to meet and have dinner with and why? God, this is such a hard question. I never know what the fuck to say to it. I don't know, like, why she popped into my head, but Sylvia Plath, she was, like, one of my favorite poets. So maybe her, like, you know, I was angsty as a teen. Given the current climate, I want to meet someone like Medgar Evers. And just to get their take on it and, you know, like, I don't know. I just think it would be pretty interesting, again, given the current political climate. Olivia C., what's your death row last meal? At breakfast. A big breakfast. Pancake, sausage. An omelet, for sure. Some good pasta. Some good bread. That cheesy crabby bread like that place here. A really good cheesecake. And some ice cream and sprinkles. And a salad with ham cubes and ranch. And probably some, like, nachos on the side. <laughs> I mean, you get to eat a little bit of everything. I want it to be like a fucking cruise dinner. Give me little bites of everything. Olivia C. wants to know, fuck, Mary kill, Dennis Rader, Ted Bundy, or Kemper? Oh, fuck. C- kill Ted Bundy. Uh-huh. Kill him. Motherfucking kill him. Done. Done, done, done. What are the other two? Dennis Rader? Now, mm-hmm. Dennis Rader, we gonna be fucking. Because you know he up into the bondage shit. Tie me up. Uh, Ed Kimber, definitely marry. He marriage material. Jesus. Mine were the same. Creep Mom wants to know if you could be anybody else in the whole world, who would you be? Forever or for one day? Do it both. Okay, forever me. I don't want to be somebody else forever. Well, you have to be somebody else forever. No, I don't. That's not in the rules. I read the fine print. Uh, it's not. So do it. <laughs> <laughs> for a day? For Okay. 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 <laughs> the Queen of England. Like old or when she was younger? Hmm. Let's say now, but like not as old as her. Because she don't have to do as much. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. Like just the role of the queen is, I feel like, not as much as it used to be. Because like... When she was having kids and having to be queen, Psh, please. Too much. Yes. If I had to be someone for the rest of my life, it would be a Ben and Jerry's uh, ice cream taster. 
for a day, I would be a male. I'd be a male dancer. I knew that's what you're going to say. As soon as you said male, I was like, dancer. Well, I was going to say uh, porn star, but no dancer. I'd like to be like a pop star, like somebody that could sing. Oh, mm. that's a good one. Like, and had a nice body. <laughs> okay, I was like legit. I was like, okay, the Queen of England, maybe the president for a day. <laughs> like, I want to. I'm still wanting to be big. I'm like ice cream <laughs> every day. I want to taste it. See, but uh, but the Queen, you could be like, give me ice cream and sprinkles. No, then you probably have someone who says, "Your cholesterol, man." I say, I'm the goddamn queen. Give me some fucking sprinkles and some ice cream. Now he'd be like, you don't have jurisdiction over (laughs) (laughs) Send to the prime minister. (laughs) Morgan N., who is your biggest mentor in the true crime and paranormal world? Mentor? Hmm. I hate to say mentor because I don't know. Like, eh, that's that's a strong word. But I really do like Greg Newkirk and Dana Newkirk. I always do like the haunted objects that they have in the museum and stuff like that because they just come at it from a respectful angle and they really, I like their approach to the paranormal and unexplained. I'm like, you mentor, it's a strong word, but my person was actually a listener to our podcast um, who passed away, Jennifer Dubois. She kind of like took us by the hand, I feel like, at the beginning and was like, you know, just kind of led us a little bit through things and yeah, had her own podcast and, you know, that kind of thing. And so just was such a champion for us, would even message us like individually on Messenger. And she just was like such a pure heart that, you know, was really in tune to people and all that. And so I don't know, I would say her. Yeah. And our last question is from Meg G. What teacher meant the most to you while in school from when you were a baby to college? I swear I'm not saying this because she listens to the podcast, but Kim Paola was an awesome teacher. But also I loved the classes that she taught, sociology and psychology. And she just talked to us like we were adults. So it wasn't just like, you're stupid kids and you won't ever understand any of this. You know, like, I don't know that. And then also there was a professor that I had. He was my Mississippi history professor and he, I don't know, marched to a different drum a little bit, but he also introduced me into like blues, Mississippi blues and stuff like that. And so that's how I found out about Robert Johnson. Love him. I don't know. Like, he really just helped me out. Okay, I have two. One, only just sheer luck of the draw, but Miss Walker, because she was my second grade teacher, and that's where I met Donna and Colby. I think my other one, just, this was very, just like a blip on the radar, really, if you look at my seven billion years in college. But Donna and I had him for comparative religion. Oh, okay. Never mind. Oh, reading in English? No. The grad, the grad student that you had for English two years in a row that you, yeah, you Katie. really can. Well, who were you thinking I was talking about? I thought you were talking about our history guy. 
Oh, yeah. No, he's... No, he, not him. He's good, though. But yes. No, 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 no. But comparative religion. Comparative religion, because he was someone that was different from the norm in South Mississippi, and was his own person, and lived his life to the best of his ability, and was who he was, and it didn't matter if it was different or anything, you know? And, like, I feel like he would be our people, you know? And then he moved in next door to my grandma, and I was like, oh, that's my comparative religion professor. <laughs> and it was, like, so bizarre to, like, see him pulling up to his house, uh-huh. you know, when I met my grandma's. You know, it's like, oh, <laughs> I couldn't even tell you his name right now. Dan something. Yeah, we called him Dan. But that motherfucker drove slow. Well, when he moved in by your grandma, he started bebopping around, and that motherfucker drives slow. <laughs> and he has 13 different... Bumper stickers, and yeah. I was able to read them all. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I like, there's that damn girl from that damn class. But, you know, we all sat in the back on that one. But that was a good class. These questions were so awesome, and they were so different than last time. Like, I was really wondering how many of the same questions we would get from last year when we did this for 31 Nights of Halloween. But thank you all in the Creepinati who submitted questions for this. And just thanks for caring for our answers. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's pretty cool. Like, if, I don't know. If you made it this far. Oh, my God, I know. And thank you so much, Tiffany, for being our question version of Vanna White. Yes. Y'all are so welcome. Thank you so, so much for including me in this. Y'all do not know how much it means to me to be able to be in y'all's group. Aw. <laughs> she just has FOMO, y'all. Yes, absolutely. It's true. <laughs> I have a question for you, Tiffany. Oh, God, what? Do you think Carrie is more creepy or naughty? And me, creepy or naughty? You definitely fucking naughty. Carrie, I think she's a hidden naughty and she's a hidden creepy. I think she's like both sides, Mm -hmm. but she hides it. Mm -hmm. I could see that. What are you? Creepy. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, she creepy. She just said, I don't know if we love you, but she just said, I want her eyes. Not to be a serial killer, but I want her eyes. I want to take her eyes. Yeah. And then when she, she put her, her hands yeah. to her eyes. Yeah. So she creepy. She wants to fucking go Ed Gein on Zoe yeah. Deschanel. So there's that. Okay. Not really. Please don't come after me. Allegedly. I mean, if you listen, Zoe... Uh, hit us up. Yeah. We'll, we'll save you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I promise I'm not weird. <laughs> no, you're just creepy. <laughs> she a little naughty too. I am the biggest prude in this damn room. What? In this room? Okay, in the room, yes. Okay. She was like, what? But not like in life. No. But when it comes to sexual stuff, don't come to me. Go to Donna. Donna's got us all beat. Thank y'all so much for listening. We hope you're enjoying the 31 nights of Halloween. And remember, creep it real and and don't don't get get scared. scared. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.